Hey guys, welcome back to another Topics with Tim podcast. I'm really excited about this one. I'm actually sitting next to, this isn't over Zoom or anything like that. I've got a live member here who is doing this this pick'em spread with me, Troy Sheridan. Troy, why don't you say hi to the audience listening out there. How's everyone doing out there? <laughs> how, many, tr- how many uh, people listen? Uh, I'm not gonna say. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I get a few. I get a few. I've had a few. I have a few, a few friends who have told me that they listen. They so enjoy we're not it. just talking into the. Sure, so we're not talking there. to nothing. We are talking <laughs> to someone out there, uh, and I'm I'm slowly building it. I feel like I'm, I've always my podcasts have always been very inconsistent. Yeah. But this is the first time they are consistent, so I feel like hopefully I can build a little bit of a, a following. So I mean, I've been we'll listening. See. So. Yeah. Okay. So we got one. Yeah. Troy, so maybe you can re-listen to your own after yeah. you know. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> see how my voice sounds. <laughs> I should do that. Actually, I'll always listen to the podcast that I do, just because I, I like the sound of my own voice. So I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of <laughs> listen to it. I don't know why. You're like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, ooh, that was. Or I'll, I'll analyze as I'm going up. Like, like if I go, if I say like an um or like too much, I'll be like, ah, dang it, I gotta fix that next time. I have to, I have to watch out for that because I definitely throw a lot of ums out there. <laughs> it's a very it's very tough to to break the habit okay but uh, also you probably be a little closer to it just so we can hear you loud and clear we'll see if that's better when we listen to this we will see we will see um so we're doing the spreads here so troy i've known troy for a long time probably since i was in high school it's about 15 years probably oh my gosh am i that old oh man or am i that old i'm older <laughs> than you that's true how old are you 29 okay i'm 28 i always thought you're older than that but you're always just one grade above me then. <laughs> yeah okay cool cool cool. all right so troy and i have known each other for like a 50. long time <laughs> would you like 40 what did you like the 45 year old you know pastor youth pastor <laughs> uh, and troy and we've always loved sports we've always oh, watched yeah. sports together for ages i still we kyle still shows me videos of, <laughs> of like oh boy we, <laughs> Oh, man. Like, for example, I'm I think like we did, outing me on this. I think we did an interview after the Seahawks-Niners games when Sherman was like, like, went off on the reporter or whatever. You remember that? Or I he, don't remember he, this. He's like, that's like, right, like, suck it, like, I'm the best. Or it was like I remember the game. game. I don't remember uh, what, where I play into this. <laughs> I think we did, like, a fake interview where you, we pretended you were Richard Sherman. And was you, that me or was that, I remember the Andrew Luck one. That one, I was going to mention that one as well. Okay. <laughs> that one is, oh my, that's one of my favorite videos ever. I never laughed. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> anyway, this guy has a great Andrew Luck impression. It's incredible. We'll, we'll throw that in there for the Colts pick. I'll give my Colts pick. in my. It'll be Andrew Luck giving the Colts pick as he's laying on the couch. I'm so down for that. Do you remember, I think Brett was there too, and me and him were just... That was at my old apartment, minds. right? That was at, yeah, at Law right? And that was the night that uh, Tyler Brandt got a, a, like, 10 scoops of chicken <laughs> Chipotle burrito. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they Tyler, Tyler, him out Tyler, of the place. Also, Tyler always listens to this as well. There we so. go. <laughs> I'll tell you got a shout Name out. Name dropping Tyler. <laughs> I tell that story every time I go in Chipotle. I'll say, "Hey, you know I have this one friend who used to work <laughs> yeah. here, and one time he went through and ordered, <laughs> and ordered ten scoops of everything, <laughs> and they did it. They were so mad though." 
were so mad. I just, I <laughs> feel like if I was working there, I would be just, I would say no. No. I, but they, they were like, they did it. Like <laughs> passive mean, aggressively. It was really impressive. Oh man! Maybe there's no manager there that they could turn to. So they're just like, oh, we don't know what to do. That, the girl just kind of looked around and was just like, screw this guy. <laughs> just did it anyway. <laughs> we love you, Tyler. We love that you. That was awesome. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, let's try here. Very, very sports knowledgeable man here. We've been either I've either been in your league or you've been in my league oh, yeah. for many, many, many years. Yeah. And so we've recently we're recently reunited because we haven't been in the same league for a couple of years, I believe. But now we're reunited. We're in the same league again. So, and I believe we're both top five in scoring. <clears throat> last time I checked, are we really? I believe I, you were. Yeah, I think last time I checked, both in the top five for the fancy I get, league. I so. get mixed up. I'm in three leagues, so I, I try to mm. remember. You're in my league. You're in Eric's league, I assume. Right? Eric's league, and then my brother, who lives down in San Diego, he does a league. He has um, a son who is uh, he's 14 now, and so we do a father son league. Where we have the dads right. go against the sons, kind of thing, and so it's a fun thing for dads to hang out with their kids and do fantasy football. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's also and my team in that league sucks. <laughs> How bad? It's awful. Um, one in whatever. Ooh. I have one win, and I think I have a pretty good team. So I have Watson. Are, well, are you? Is it one of those things where you had just a bunch of points against you, kind of thing? Partly, yeah. But but my team is Watson. Uh, Miles Sanders, uh, Zeke, who had a good start, but he hasn't done as well. And then I have Ridley. Okay, I have solid, yeah, yeah, a really solid team. So I don't, I don't really know what's going on. I don't pay attention mm. to that league as much though. So I think there's been times that I just haven't like started a kicker, and so maybe oh. that has has okay. uh, knocked me off a little bit. Okay, that's definitely that one's a Yahoo league, and for the life of me, I can't I figure out Yahoo. Yahoo, it's the I can't worst. figure it out. So I just get really frustrated. I mostly just go with whoever I started with week one. <laughs> That's who I'm rolling with. I mean, I, I, I take players out for buys and things like that. I, I definitely start the team that I need to. But, yeah, I don't pay attention to that one as much. I don't understand that. I've tried to do the Yahoo, and I just think it's it's a horrible format. And maybe it's just because I'm biased because I just always use ESPN, and so it just feels weird to do anything different. But I genuinely feel like this is just, like, just garbage like it just it look doesn't look good it no. doesn't feel good it doesn't sort of make sense it's dark when you click it the way that you even like put players in the starting yeah. lineup is like yeah. backwards like i think you yeah. do receivers first it's or, a, well like, it just, goes yeah it goes ugh. quarterback and then receivers running back and then and then it's your bench and then below that is your defense and kicker so i think that's why i've missed my kicker a few times because i just forget you know, that there are kickers, which is why I like your league with no kickers. I um, love, okay, I just want to say this right now. I love having no kickers. I think it's phenomenal. I don't know if I'm ever going to bring them back. Yeah. No, I, I love I it. hate them. <laughs> I, yeah. The only thing I, I always, although you should love kickers because the year, the first oh, year I, I ever did fantasy, this is always my <laughs> bad luck fantasy story. Oh man. First year crazy. I ever did fantasy, I had the second highest point total in the entire league. And I was the, you allowed eight teams in the playoffs that year. Yes, yes I did. <clears throat> I was the eighth mm. seed, and I was going against you. You had the highest point total. I had, in the playoffs, I think it was 162 points, and you mm. beat me by seven. Mm. And Rob Baronis. Rob Baroni, <laughs> baby. Dead now, but Baron- is he? Wait, did he? <laughs> Didn't he die in a car crash? I think you might be right. I'm like laughing about it, but yeah, I think oh he died. Gosh. Okay, um, rest in, I'm sorry. Rest uh, in peace, rest Rob Baronis. <laughs> He scored like 30 points as a kicker. 
that and was that's the nuts. reason you beat, and it was like one of the last games too so i was like i'm gonna beat tim and robert <laughs> gets like 30 but i think he broke the record or something for most field goals something crazy like that i think he was, yeah he was on the titans it was the, yeah it was when he was and i remember just yeah that was that's one of those where you just go you know i'll i guess i'll take it yeah. You know, oh my gosh, yeah. Rob freaking Baronis, yeah. twenty-two point, and that's that's why I hate them though, because they they are so random. Oh yeah, yeah, so random. It yeah. bugs the crap out of me. The only time I'm okay with them is sometimes I'll use it as like an extra roster slot for the week. So I'll just mm. drop my kicker, pick up somebody who I think I could maybe trade during the right. week, or who might be good, or maybe you find out that he's starting <clears throat> because right. maybe there's some injuries, and then you know, of course, I'll drop somebody later to pick up a kicker on game day, but. That's like the only benefit to them at all. Otherwise, yeah, I'm happy they're going too. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that call. <sighs> yeah, I'm liking I'm liking the league this year. It's 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 been good. My team's also has stayed extraordinarily healthy, which is huge. I, mean, That's, I have quite the team there. I, I do really like my team. I'm I'm very happy with well, my squad. They're, they're definitely the team to beat. <sighs> but anyway, we are here. We're not here to talk about fantasy, <clears throat> even though well, maybe in the future we will. I'm starting to try to do more segments of fantasy. Yeah. I know people want to hear that stuff, but we are here to pick the spreads. That's right. And I have not been good recently, or at least I don't know, because I don't know what the like how good the experts are at this. Maybe they're just as bad as me. I know the only one I know of is I listen to Colin Coward, and he does a Saturday show where him and this guy named R.J. Bell, who is a like pro sports gambler, better. They'll kind of like pick their top five and kind of like, oh, do we agree or disagree? Is that the Blazing Five he does? Blazing Five, yeah. yeah. And I know he's he's over fifty percent all time. But that's only picking like his top five games, whereas like I'm he doing gets to them pick all. And choose, yeah. yeah, he gets to pick the five yeah. that he likes the best. Yeah. We're picking them all, so maybe maybe in comparison to the pros, maybe I am doing okay. But I don't know, it feels like I'm doing terrible. I do I do a little bet with my uh, coworkers. There's three of us, and we we pick the game. We just pick the winners, hmm. <clears throat> and the scores, not the lines. But uh, I suck at it apparently. So I've had to buy coffee for them the last two weeks in a row. Oh man. It's yeah. Did you guys already right. do your picks for this week? No, not yet. Okay, well maybe not this yet. will give a little prep. I'm actually yes. gonna grab you. Stay right there. I'm gonna grab my my thing so I can keep track of what we pick. So I don't have to come back later. And well, I might listen to it anyway. But where is my? Hold on one second, people. All right, here we go. Hmm. All right, so why don't you uh? Troy, I want to introduce us to the first first matchup, and this is weird. It says on Bovada that it's 8 a.m., but I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, they're we're not using... going to London anymore, are they? No. Oh, yeah. I forgot that that's but they're kind of not a thing anymore. There's, there's no way. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we have the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams at the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. For that first one. You want to go first? Oh, sure. so the line, the line, <clears throat> oh. the Rams are minus three and a half. Rams minus three and a half. Okay, so there's kind of a lot going on with this game. Uh, you have Tua's first start. Ooh, exciting. It is I, It is exciting. Sure I think he's going to be good. Yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> That's crazy. Actually, I have a very strong opinion about how, that whole thing, which we probably don't want to get into. Oh, I'm... <clears throat> I'm curious. Give me a, so like, there's a concise been, there's version. Been, there's, the controversy is that, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick has played very well. Yeah. Uh, this is probably the one time in his career he doesn't deserve to be benched, right? I mean, right. So here's my thing, is that I think the Dolphins are being proactive in getting their guy in there after a bye week because he's the guy that they want moving forward. This is a the guy they drafted. This is a the guy they're going to build around. 
Fitzpatrick is eventually not going to be the guy. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm going, why do you question the coaching staff who brought this guy in? He was a top five pick, right? Mm-hmm. He's your top five pick. I think it's actually worse to just wait until your team starts to not play well and Fitzpatrick plays the inevitable, you know, two or three bad games. You lose two or three games in a row instead of trying to get out ahead of it. <clears throat> the only thing that I think is negative in this is that those guys in the locker room, who knows how they're feeling about this. They've been winning, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they're making a change. I think that's probably a tough sell to the rest of the guys on the team. But in mm-hmm. general, I think it's a good move. I like it. I My first feeling towards it was I didn't like it because yeah. I thought, he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Why would you, you know, maybe you make the playoffs, maybe. Right. But then someone made a good point that they're paying Fitzpatrick, I think, maybe, I don't know, 10, 11 million, yeah. something, you know, for a year. Whereas two is already signed to a contract of like three or four years for $30 million. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you're, if that's you and that's your business and you're paying someone three years, $40 million, you, you want to see what you have. Sure. You want to see if. I mean, because if you, if this isn't the guy, then you need you can find a way to get out from under that contract. Sure, but you got to know if he's the guy, and so that made me go, okay, I, I get it, I get it, because you got to know you got to know if yeah. that's the investment or what. You need to cut bait. You yeah. need to cut bait like they did, uh, like kind of like the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen, right? They yeah. and look at how that's turned out for them, right? They saw that, oh my gosh, he's not the guy. They got rid of him, draft another quarterback next year, Kyler Murray. Now, now who knows where they'll be, right? Yeah. So they they need to know. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think the. <clears throat> so having said all of that, I, th- I think two is going to be very good. Uh, first start, though, against a, a pretty tough Rams defense, although the Rams... The games, they're up and down. They've, they, yeah, they're up and down with their defense. The games that they play well on defense are against teams that aren't the greatest. But overall, I think they're an overall good defense, and they have the best player in football. <clears throat> and Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they're going to kind of wreak havoc on on to it but i think he's gonna make plays and i think this game could be really close uh i'm still gonna take the points for the dolphins for uh for the for the rams Rams. yeah yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the uh over there okay i'm i'm thinking similarly just because i I know for sure that the the rams are gonna win because even even you look at joe burrow right who we think we all think is killing it yeah right they're still losing games right even though he's starting 400 yards now Granted, the Dolphins roster is a little bit better than the Bengals Our roster. defense is definitely better. But, I mean, are we expecting Tua to be that good right away? No. I, I don't know. I mean, we're seeing a lot of these quarterbacks come in right away and do well. Justin Herbert comes in, immediately kills it. Kyler Murray comes in, immediately kills it. Right, so, but I, I don't know, I feel like... But even those things always happen. Those aren't right? even translated to wins. That's a good point. Right yeah, away. it's still... And I know we're talking points, so there's a chance maybe the Dolphins keep it a little closer. They're at home. The Rams are traveling a little bit here. Actually, traveling cross country. Now that I think about it, and after a Monday night, right? And a short week cross country. Oh man, that, that does. I'm. That, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick to the Rams. Yeah. Minus three and a half. I yeah. think they'll they'll be okay. Even though I don't yeah. think they're the greatest, like yeah. Alex said. Yeah. All right, we're in agreement on the first one. Now, next up, we have the Colts. Hey, actually, I'm gonna let Troy do this one. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Because <laughs> of. Because of Andrew Luck, right? The beloved, but which I miss Andrew Luck, by the way, a lot. Well, you know what's I, I, I don't remember how that whole thing came about. Me impersonating Andrew Luck, uh, but I think we just had heard an interview after one of the games, and we were just 
making fun of it, and then yeah. everyone just started laughing because mine talk sounded so, talk so deep. You know? he, but but it's not it's not even that he has a deep voice. It's it's also that he just kind of sounds dumb. <laughs> I totally agree. I'm sure, I'm sure totally he went to Stanford. Oh, yeah. He's, so, he's, a, he's, he's a, a genius, smart guy, you know? but he has this voice that's like, yeah, so, uh, uh, just felt like we, uh, you know, just didn't run the ball well, but I threw 70 times today, so that's pretty good. Very <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what do you think about Chuck Pagano? You're like, who's Chuck who's Pagano? Pa- <laughs> Who's Chuck Pagano? Oh, man. Uh, I wonder if we're the only people who think this is funny. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay, so Colts, who don't have Andrew Luck anymore. They have Phillip Rivers and the Lions. This one's kind of Oof. tough. Colts are coming off the bye. <clears throat> Colts are coming off so the they're, bye. They're rested. They're that ready. defense is just legit. It is good. Um, they are on the road, but I don't know how much that really matters. One, because they mm. both play in a dome on turf. Uh, also, the Lions just aren't very good. They're they're mm. a weird team. I, I don't really get the Lions. They're always so close. Um, it, it's it's just a weird. They're a weird team to me. I I think Stafford <clears throat> Stafford's trajectory in his career has been kind of interesting to me. Where he was just a gunslinger when he first came into the league. I think he's really more of a, a manager now, and I think he's thrived in that role a little bit more. But I just, I they have some weapons. Uh, I I just don't, I don't think they have that it factor. Matt Patricia just doesn't seem to be the guy there. Mm. And I think the big thing with this game is that the Colts, like you said, coming off the bye week, their defense is legit. They also play in a dome. The only thing that's tough with the Colts is that Rivers has just not looked good, nope. really at all. Mm. Uh, the offensive line, <clears throat> it's it's rough because he has all the time to throw <laughs> but he's just not you can just mm. tell he's he's struggling he looks like he's running around on one leg out there i mm. i think i'm gonna I think i'm gonna take the colts here i'm not super confident in it but it's more i think because of that defense the colts have mm. um and ty hilton is starting to come come alive a little bit last two games bit. he's starting to to show a little something if they they're they're the they're starting to thrive. Had a, a lot of injuries at receiver. Yeah, which I've been disappointed. Like for example, I'm in a, a dynasty league. I drafted Michael Pittman. And I thought he would be really good. Mm-hmm. I still think he could be good, but I mean he gets hurt. You know, they I think they had Paris Campbell, who week one went off, had a great week. He gets hurt. You know, they haven't had a lot of consistency yeah. at receiver, which Philip Rivers at this point in his career needs yeah. desperately needs good receivers to be anywhere near decent. The the other thing about the Lions. Uh, DeAndre Swift, their rookie, mm. has really come on. He only had nine carries last week. Mm. So I get that they're splitting between he and Adrian Peterson, who has done really well. you got to start feeding your best players more, and it doesn't seem like the Lions get that. They ha- they drafted TJ Hawkinson, who's just a stud tight end, and they seem to be going to him a lot, but there- there's just not that connection there. And so there's always something with the Lions where I think they just kind of miss out. I think the the Colts have shown the ability to take away the best option of the other team, and I think the the uh, they'll be able to do that this week. And so I'll take I'll take the points for the Colts. I'm leaning the same way, only because I'm not the home field aren't, isn't quite the same as it used to be yeah. right now with no fans. I think that's big. I think it's a, yeah. I mean there's a lot of communication issues that happen when you're away from home, and 
like you said, I think the Colts, the defense definitely has the edge. The, li- the Lions are that pesky team that, for some reason, they're always in games, but always blow them. Yeah. They screwed me last week. I had the Falcons. I took the Falcons at minus two, and, you know, Stafford led that drive at the end to <clears throat> screw me out of the spread. So After Gurley went in for the touchdown. Oh, yeah. He wasn't supposed to. <laughs> oh, man, that was hilarious to watch. Uh, I'm going to – I say just – I think the bye week. I think the bye week gives yeah. them the edge. So I'll take the Colts as well. Minus three. So we're in agreement. Are we agreeing again? We are agreeing. What a boring. <laughs> I know. We need to start disagreeing. More. All right. I think this next I'm one might bring next some. I think this next you. one might bring some disagreement. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing this one. Got the Las Vegas Raiders. Wait. This was my turn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders on the road against the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are minus two and a half. They're playing at home. <clears throat> And they did just come off a nice win against the Bengals. Baker Mayfield, five touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's singing his praises. No more Odell, which I actually said in a, in a recent pod. I think that's actually a plus mm-hmm. for him. Because Odell just, yeah, he's kind of a cancer. What do you think? Or should I go first on this one? I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay. I'm My first instinct, I'm st- I still buy the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think there's yeah. something there. There's something there. Defensively, maybe not so much. They're struggling. They don't... Other than Max Crosby, there's not a lot of defensive personnel. I'm really scared of on the Raiders. They just got shredded by the Buccaneers. But, I mean, that's the Buccaneers. Um, But I just... I still buy them, and I still don't buy Baker, and I don't buy the Browns. And I think Chubb has hurt them... Like, losing Chubb has hurt them more than I thought it would. I thought they would just pick up right where they left off, Cream Hunt. But yeah. they they're, they're, haven't been the same team yeah. since losing Chubb. Yeah. Defensively, they're kind of a mess. Although they have talent defensively, yeah. like they can get after the quarterback. I think the Raiders have enough weapons to to make it a game. I think they're going to ride Josh Jacobs a little bit more. He barely got any carries last week because they he were just down. Is he questionable? <clears throat> he is questionable. Mm, you better. Play. But he was play, he was a Josh limited participant. Yeah, limited participant. Uh, but I'm sure he'll play. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders at plus two and a half. I'm still a believer in the Raiders. Are you just taking the points, or are you taking a win for them too? I will take the win and the points. Wow. Okay. So oh, we got three, some... three for three here because I thought you were going to take Cleveland. I'm, oh, I'm going, I'm going okay. the Raiders too. I think they're going to win. And they looked very good the first three, four weeks of the season. Uh, I think sometimes teams just go through a little bit of a rut. And I think on Cleveland's end, they're 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 a fool's gold to me. I don't think Baker is a franchise-level quarterback. I don't think he's bad. I think he gets a lot of criticism, but I don't. I don't think he's he's a, uh, you know, the guy. And they just have a lot of uh, maturity issues on that team. I, I think whenever they have a big win, they seem to have a letdown, and mm-hmm. they're going to be at home. I think they might be looking past the Raiders. I think this is the week that the Raiders bounce back. They've kind of been dormant the last few weeks, and I think this is the week that they, they come alive. They'll be up for this game <clears throat> against the Browns. Uh, I think Baker's going to struggle. I don't I don't like the Raiders' defense either, but I think Baker's just going to make some poor decisions, and that's just been his career so far. He, he gets a little arrogant, he gets a little comfortable, and he makes some stupid decisions. Uh, I do agree that not having... Uh, Odell, I think, actually helps them. He's a distraction. 
but in this case, I, I, I think this is going to be more about the Raiders' offense coming alive. I think Carr is going to have a big game. I think Jacobs is going to have a big game. They haven't been going to Jacobs as much, which has I've been a little that, bit yeah. interesting. You, you, I think have, you have him in a league, right? I do. I, I have him in our league. Yes, yeah, okay. and they, they you know, I traded yeah. for him when he had his two really big weeks, and then since then they haven't been giving him the, the ball very much. And what, what uh, has looked like has happened, they're running it a lot on first and second down early in the game getting minimal yards and then just going to the to the passing game the rest of the game they're not going back to the mm. so one of the things with the raiders that i think is is been it's been tough to watch with gruden there is that they don't have a whole lot of creativity to their offense but i i think they'll find that this week i think they'll really pound the the ball with with jacobs mm. and they'll i think they're going to get out to an early lead and i think baker's going to start to force some things I don't want to say it's not going to be close, but I actually think the Raiders are going to win this one big. Mm. Oh, win big? I, I think Ooh, so. I'm going to write that down. Win big. Yep. Because we're going to see. I mean, that's obviously, you know, what is that, 10, ten points big? I, I, I'll say a, at least a touchdown. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's, I, I consider that a big win, especially if considering they're the, the I, underdogs I think they're going to score yeah. a lot of points. I think this could be a very high-scoring game. Again, yes, the Raiders' agreed. defense is not good. I think this could be very high-scoring, mm. but I think the Raiders get out to a lead, and they keep it. You know, showing that the over-under is 50.5 points, which looks to be kind of one of the higher-end games. Only a couple that are really yeah, I think they go over there, way supposed over. to be higher. Yeah. Okay, well, we're at three straight agreements. We'll see. I'm going to let you do this one, and we'll just keep flip-flopping. How's All that? right. So Whoa, that is... A pretty big spread there. Ooh, okay, so ooh. next one is uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Green Bay uh, minus six, which to me that's a that's a big one there. That's big. I don't. I, don't, I think it's fair just because of how well Green Bay has been playing. Looks like. I mean, we'll see if Aaron Jones plays. That's kind of a big deal. He didn't play last week. Yeah. He's still kind of questionable. I think he'll play. But the Packers are very explosive. Devontae Adams they is are. back healthy. We saw what he did last game. He just absolutely killed it. They have weapons. I think Robert Tanyan, honestly, is a really, really good tight end that they just don't use because they have so many other yeah. weapons. They're running backs. Jamal Williams, he could be a starter anywhere. I've, I've, I drafted him in my dynasty league because I was just like, this guy, he's a free agent next year. He's going to go and sign and be a starting back somewhere. Yeah. You know, He's a good dude. He can take over, which is why they, I think they felt so comfortable. Just, oh, yeah, we'll just sit Jones out. Because yeah. they have Williams. He's really good. So they have talent defensively. They're a little soft. They, yeah, they're definitely soft defensively. Yeah. And the Vi- I think they, I think maybe this is the line because they, I know they shredded the Vikings in the first game by major points. Mm. So maybe that is affecting that line. But what are you leaning? I'm I I I, I do say it's a, a pretty big spread there, but I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna take the Packers here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. Um. I think it's more them being at home. And like you said, Aaron Rodgers is very much a, a revenge type of quarterback. He mm. probably did not like the fact that the Vikings just absolutely, you know, went after their defense and beat that. They were in, yeah, they were obviously in Minnesota for that game. Um, I think he's going to come back with vengeance. One of the things with Rodgers that's interesting is that he's very much a rhythm quarterback. When he's throwing the ball well, there's really no one better. Mm. But in that Tampa Bay game, that really, and it happens a lot with him, it really exposed when he's hitting a bit of a rut, 
seems like he doesn't necessarily have the mental toughness to bring himself out of it. And so mm. I think what he's going to look to do is really get into a rhythm against the Vikings, and I think kind of like the Raiders game, I think they're going to get out to a big lead, really put the pressure on, on Cousins to, to make the game. I actually think Cousins is going to have a big game just because it seems like one of those weeks that he would. You know, they're mm. in Green Bay. It always seems to come at a time when we're all saying Kirk Cousins can't play anymore, and mm. he has struggled a little bit. I think like, he's going to come you back. You like that? You like <clears throat> that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the Packers are going to be too much. Like you said, Adams is back. He's a beast. Um, and, and I think it's going to be more about Rodgers coming back with vengeance. I think he's going to be dialed in. I think they're going to get out to a big lead, and I think uh, I think they won't look back. I, f- I feel that I should agree with you. There's part of me that I think it's maybe just wanting to disagree just to disagree for disagree's sake. Because <laughs> I, I like that. It's a divisional matchup. I know they killed the Vikings before, I believe. That's true, yeah. So I think I have a feeling, okay, you know, those are normally closer. Divisional, you yeah. lost once big. Maybe they, you know, yeah. learned from that. But they gave up so many defensive players. The Vikings did. Yeah. They're they're abysmal. Yeah. Uh, I know Dalvin's back. Well, so they just, that's uh, nice. Was it this week? The Vikings just. Uh, uh, did they trade someone on defense? Uh, not that. Oh I no! I know it, they was, lost it was the Cowboys. Well, they had already lost like, Griffin. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think I just. Uh, I'm so torn on this one. Because the Vikings have talent. I mean, the Jefferson, their receiver, oh, yeah. has been killing it, right? Yeah. They've got Thielen, who's who's solid. They've yeah. got um, some good tight ends there, Irv Smith and 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 Rudolph. I think they still have Rudolph. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I I'm just gonna I'm you know I'm gonna go with the Packers because I just I oh, I don't know I'm so well. The other thing uh, with the Vikings is the injury to Cook, and 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 I think, that I think he's gonna play. Well, yeah. In the cold and Green Bay, I just I don't see that. I I, I think this is going to be a, uh, a a throw it out game where where Kirk Cousins is going to throw for fifty, Rogers is going to throw for fifty. I see this also being high scoring, but I think the Packers are just better and I think they'll pull away. I think too. I think what's making me where I just can't get on board. Like I think the Packers with Devontae Adams are just different. Yeah, they really are. They're just because they have it opens their, their other weapons up. Are, are decent too, yeah. but. The games where he's had Devonta healthy, oh my, they've just annihilated teams. Yeah. So I just, I feel like I can't, I can't do it. Yep. All right, we, we, we need to stop agreeing. I know, stop agreeing with me, Troy. Get Let's out of see here. this. This one might. Oh, okay. So this is the New England Patriots playing the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are at home. The Bills are the favorites here, minus four. Oh, are you gonna go first on this one? I'll go first, even though I'm not. Really entirely sure what I'm gonna do here. I, I, I'm gonna take the Bills. No, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills. No, I don't know. I don't know, Troy. Okay, I'll go first. I'll okay, go first so that you can. Okay, you I, need, I need some. Here. I need to decide here. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Patriots here, and I'm gonna take the Patriots to win. So, okay. Okay. so for me, this is the uh, uh, don't doubt Belichick game. Because mm. I'm sure he everyone he, is doubting him right now. He puts on this persona like he doesn't listen to things. He he listens. He knows what's out there, and mm. so uh, and he's and he's petty. So I I think he knows the narrative <laughs> out there. I think he is going to absolutely just annihilate the Bills on defense this week. And I think the other thing that is a is a big 
uh, aspect of this is Josh Allen has really come down from that from that mm. big start, and I mm. think I, I I compare Josh Allen a lot to Lamar Jackson. I think they're very similar because when they're kind of rhythm quarterbacks the way Rodgers is, but in they're they're less accurate. They can make all the throws. They obviously can make plays with their feet, but you you can even tell with Allen when the first read isn't there and he has to look elsewhere or he has to make a play on his own in the pocket, very inaccurate. And I think they're starting to expose him a little bit with that and they're starting to come on the edges a little bit to make sure he's not you know, getting out and being able to go on the run. I think when he's able to do that, he's probably one of the better quarterbacks because everyone else is running free. I think having Diggs there has definitely helped him. But I think people are starting to expose Josh Allen and Belichick... Mm. he's better than everyone else at at finding the weakness and exploiting it and so Mm. i i i don't necessarily i think this will be a close game i think the bills just have way too much talent for for them to get blown out but i I think i think allen i think he's the next step he's gonna have to make as a quarterback is being able to not necessarily make plays because it's right there in front of him or because of his athleticism but because because of what's up here, right? Right. What's good. going on in his mind and being able to read defenses. And you can tell that he's not. You can tell that when he's faced with pressure, when it's third and long, he's not able to to make those throws when he has to stay in the pocket. And I think Belichick is really going to expose that. And I think I think Cam's going to come back too. I think he's going to come mm. back stronger. I think they're going to have a game plan. Uh, I think this is going to be where... I, I like Sean McDermott as a coach, but I think this is where Belichick is going to flex his guns and, and show that he's... He's still Belichick. So I'm going to take the Patriots, and I'm going to take them to win this. Oh, man. Troy, your your arguments are so convincing because I feel like I've, I've switched now. Although I will say I won't go as far as to say I think that I would not pick them to win. Okay. I do think – you've convinced me, though, that I think they will cover. Gotcha. Because this – I think what you – because when I think about the Bills, what I think about is – and when I think about Bill, is Bill tries to make you one-dimensional, right? Bill tries to take away whatever the best thing you have is. He'll take it away. The so Bills I try he'll... to make you one-dimensional? Oh, 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 Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. I, see. <laughs> okay, I, got you, got I never thought of it before yeah. Bills and Bill Belichick. That's hilarious. What if you coached the Bills as Bill Belichick? Bills Belichick. <laughs> Bills Belichick. <laughs> oh, man. I never thought about that before. It's so funny. So Bill, and I think that the the Bills are already one-dimensional. Yeah. They can't run the ball. Yeah, I've, I've, they can't. I'm a, as a Devin Singletary owner... And uh, Zach Moss, having owned him probably multiple times and dropping him and picking him up and dropping him, hoping for the best, they can't run the ball. No. They're terrible. And those backs are good backs. So they're all, yeah. we're, this is already a team that's one-dimensional. right? And Josh Allen's great, and he can make a lot of things happen in the pocket. I, I agree that I think he... I don't think he's going to have a long career because he just throws his body out there. Yeah, he, He's not... You see guys like Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson who really get it. They're sliding. They're getting out of bounds. They're realizing, like, i got to be in the game for my team to have a shot. Josh Allen recklessly throws his body into it's, all It's strategic for those guys. Josh Allen is doing it to survive. And he's making mm. big plays in the mm. process, but you're right. He's going to get hurt at some point. He's he's From what I've seen from him, he's crazy reckless yeah. with his body. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the Patriots to, to cover. I think they'll just they'll do what they always do. They'll just run the ball. Yeah. And they'll just grind it out. They'll be a super, super slow-paced team as slow as possible. I think they're one of the slowest-paced teams in the yeah. NFL, and that's what they do. Yeah. I think Cam will be better. Cam was yeah. awful, and I still don't believe in Cam long-term. Yeah. But I think he'll be better, Yeah, right? Because Bill just is not, is not going to let that happen again. One of the problems with the Patriots, they just they just don't have receivers. They don't have True. deep threats at all. True. And so if that running game isn't going anywhere, 
the defense is just going to go, go ahead. So I, I think that's the only thing with the Patriots where they're constantly in trouble because of that. They have no threat. Mm-hmm. And when you have a quarterback that isn't the most accurate – Anyway, Cam needs to be able to run the ball and really control the offense the way that he wants to. If he's not going to be able to do that, the Bills are going to run away with this game. I just think they're going to be able to control the game the way that they want to, and they're going to pressure Josh Allen enough to win. Mm, I agree. I think all all Bill has to do against the Bills is take away Diggs. He's going to take away Diggs. Yeah. That's their best threat. Yeah. They can't run the ball already. Take yeah. away Diggs. What does Josh Allen have? Yeah, that's really opened things up for him a lot as a quarterback and helped him. So, yeah, I agree. But I still think the Bills have enough to win. Okay. Because the Patriots, they lost so many players. and they'll, But they'll hang on. I think they'll, they'll, they'll make one of those grindy, grindy, grimy games that they do and cover. So you've convinced me. So we we are consistent in the cover, but the, you're, but the you're picking the Bills to win. Yes, okay. yes, yes. <clears throat> okay. Plus four here. Oh, this next one we can spend, you know, five seconds oh, on. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. New York Jets at Kansas City Chiefs. All right, so Pittsburgh Steelers at Baltimore. <laughs> so the line on that one oh, is minus 20. You know what we should do? I just had a Chiefs. thought. We should do a show where we guess the spreads, what we think they're going to be, Ooh. and then when we go and do them, we can kind of see what the difference was. Because I don't think I would have – I would have been high. I would have been probably 13, 14, but minus 20. Yeah, that's a good idea. Here's Whoa. what I think we should do for this game because I think – I mean, that's a big spread, but I think obviously the Chiefs are going to do it. I think we should uh, uh, bet on when they're going to do it. <laughs> so my bet is uh, 13 minutes and 33 seconds of the first quarter that the Chiefs will cover the spread. I think this is what you have to worry about though with this kind of game is, and it reminded me of the Dolphins game yeah. where the Dolphins basically had won the game by halftime. Like it was, everyone knew it was over, yeah. and they just. Took their foot off the gas the whole second half. They just played this weird conservative game where it was like both teams like didn't even want to be there. And I, I do worry that like the Chiefs will just get up and then they'll just they'll just run the ball I, all game because they're, they're just yeah, not gonna come back. I I hear you. I think for me, I'm trying to picture this game, and unless the Chiefs are just dicking around the whole time, I, I honestly I don't I don't I don't think it's out of the question that they won't be up twenty eight to nothing after the first quarter. Like, are the Jets Ooh. the worst team we've ever seen? I think if they did not have Sam Darnold, they would be, 100%. Flacco is, I mean, the fact he's even in the league is crazy. I mean, they might as well start calling Kaepernick. But that's how bad they are, even with Darnold, who I think is actually going to be a good quarterback. He's just on a terrible team. Mm. They're just awful. Darnold gives them a chance to be competitive. Not win games, but just maybe even the slight chance they win one game this year. It's, It's only, Darnold's their only recourse. So he's the only one that... If he was out of this game, the line should be plus minus thirty because it'd just be terrible. But you, you're making a very strong case for that. I'm, I'm assuming you're picking the Chiefs at minus twenty. I, I, yes, <laughs> I see what you're saying too, but I, I, there's no way. I, once again, your your savvy arguments have convinced me. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Chiefs as well. All right. Because yeah, it's it's gonna be it's it's the best team in the NFL. One of the best teams in this decade versus one of the worst teams of the decade. So it, it can't it can't go any other way than that, I hope. I The only thing I wonder with this game is, is the owner for the Jets still alive? Because why is Adam Gase not alive? <laughs> like, does, is, he, is he still aware that Adam Gase is coaching the team? 
He's probably like, do you think he's been like on his his private island, and he comes back and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> he's still he's, here. He's like, oh, he's like, I'll check my bank account one day. See how much money they're losing. I'm still paying him. <laughs> I I agree. I am. I it, it it is beyond comprehension for me that you would have not fired Adam Gase by now. I mean, how much time are you going to give the guy? It's every player that leaves him does great. Well, not... I mean, just even... Yeah. Uh, from the football standpoint, yeah. But he's just weird. He's a very... Every odd. time they show him on video, he's doing something almost illegal. I, like, <laughs> just He's just mad all the time. He's mad. He's, like... He's smelling smelling salts before the game and looking like he's high. And he... I mean, have you seen those videos? No, I haven't. He's... This, the other assistant coaches are, like, putting smelling salts in his hands. He's going... <sighs> And then he just looks like he's all jacked up. It's just the weirdest, weirdest thing. Oh, that's Such weird. a weird dude. That is weird. If I'm Peyton Manning, I'm pissed. Because he, like, really, you know, stood up for this guy. And he's like, he's going to be a great coach. I'd be like, man, you're ruining my reputation here. <laughs> I have no credibility. <laughs> he's wow. awful. I mean, he's, he's terrible. Wow, yeah. I, I, I agree that, man, I just wish Darnold... I, I mentioned this on a pod as well. I, if, if I'm rehashing, if you've already heard this, but I, I used to always criticize Eli Manning because he forced his way out of with the Chargers a long time ago because he didn't want to be there because they sucked, which most teams drafting low suck. But I, I, I kind of stand behind quarterbacks now. If you are getting, if you're uh, who's who's the top guy? Trevor right Lawrence. Now? Uh, Trevor, if you're Trevor Lawrence, who just tested positive for COVID. Did he? He did. Oh snap! He's gonna die. No, I'm just kidding. We brought COVID into the podcast. How about that? <laughs> Ooh, buzzword. It's going to get banned now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Dang it. Great. I'll just try to edit it out. But so if you're Trevor Lawrence right now and the Jets are going to draft you, maybe, or maybe they sell the pick and try to put stuff around Darnold. I mean, force your way out of there, dude. Like, say you're not going to play for them. Do so, do something. Get Just try to get out of the situation. Yeah. I totally understand. I stand by Eli Manning now, even though I, I didn't before. I get it. You don't want to go to a place where you're gonna your career is going to die. And if you feel like your career is going to die there, do everything possible not to go there. Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think Darnold will still end up on a different team and he'll rectify his career. But it, yeah, I mean he's definitely not as uh, as hyped as he used to be, and people, I'm sure, not as many teams would want him because of this. But it, poor kid, <laughs> just poor kid. I think he's got poor a lot guy. of talent, but. Maybe Gase will let him, you know, smell some of those smelling salts. Get him, get him get fired him up. up for the game. To, yo, I'm gonna want to see these videos after. All right, let's move on. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Baltimore oh, wow. Ravens, a division matchup. This is gonna be a fantastic this game. Is probably two of the best teams. Whoa, the Ravens are getting minus three and a half, which, wow, I'm kind of. I feel like it'd, it'd be just minus one or minus. Yeah. If I was trying to guess the spread pre. What do they know um, that we don't? Yeah, they always know something. Yeah. They always know something. So that's a pretty nice. That's a pretty nice line for the Ravens, considering, I mean, these are two of the best teams in football. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first on this one, just because I'm going to stand on my own two leg, two feet here and see if I can make a good pick. I'm I'm going to take the Ravens at minus three and a half. Okay. And I don't know why yet. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm still thinking of my reasoning to try to it's, justify it's this is a, that decision. This is such a, I mean, you have to find the little nuances in the game. And I think that's going to be the big thing in this game. It's going to be those two or three plays that make the difference. But Scratch that. I don't know. That, no, no, no. I'm picking the Steelers because, because <laughs> I, I, like I said, I think I think it's going to be like a one-point game. Or, okay. it's gonna be, or like a field goal at the most. The fact that this, if this was minus three or minus two and a half, 
I'd be way more sketched because usually a team can you know usually win by a field goal sometimes. But I think this is going to be within a field goal type of game. So I'm I'm taking the Steelers. I'm changing it. Steelers plus three three and a half. This is going to be one two point game at the most. This is these teams are too good. Okay. For this. <laughs> well, here I'll give I'll give my reasoning here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'm also gonna take them to win the game. Uh, that pass rush they have is just mm. nasty. Mm. Um. And, they did lose Devin Bush. They did. They did. Uh, sad. Sad's yeah. me. I like that. <laughs> yeah. They, but still, they, they've always had such a very good defense. Mm. I think they're going to put enough, and again, kind of like Josh Allen, I, I relate back to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is very accurate when he knows where he's throwing the ball. When he has to make a decision, you mm. see some of the inaccuracies and poor decisions, and it does still look a little bit like he... His first instinct, you can almost see when he takes a shotgun snap, like he's leaning forward to run right away. Mm. And, and it, 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 he, I think he's a little too trigger happy with his feet. Um, and so I, I, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a very good quarterback. <clears throat> he won MVP last year, obviously he already is, but I think he's going to make the necessary steps to be a, a, a long-lasting uh, franchise quarterback. But right now he's still struggling a little bit with some of those reads that looks like similar to Josh Allen. Uh, again, I think when he knows where he wants to go with the ball pre-snap and the guy is open, even if it's tight coverage, he can throw it in the tight window. It's being able to read the defense that that I think is, is a big issue for him, and I think the Steelers are going to provide a lot of issues and a lot of pressure. Now, one of the things with pressure with Lamar Jackson is that he can get out of that pressure, and if mm. you bring a blitz or you bring guys off the edge and he gets around it, that's trouble for the defense. Mm. So I could see this being a game where he has a lot of rushing yards. They are at home, but the Steelers have always traveled well. They always play really well. When you have a good defense, I don't think whether you're on the road or home necessarily matters. Mm. The one thing I'm concerned about with the Steelers, first half against Tennessee last week, they looked spectacular. That second half, I don't know that they scored a point, and Roethlisberger looked awful. So Roethlisberger, for the entirety of his career, has always been so inconsistent. He just looks great, and then he really struggles. It seems like he checks out of the game sometimes. I think he'll get up for this game, and I think they'll they'll uh, be able to put points on the board. I mean, they have just great receivers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so they, they're able to run the ball. They're, they're deep at every position. I think both these teams are probably the two best as far as just talent and, and depth on their roster. But I think the Steelers mm. are a little bit better. I give the nod to Roethlisberger as an overall quarterback. I think uh, Jackson is obviously more talented, and he'll get there. But I, in these big games, normally the guys who have done it time and time again who have that championship pedigree normally come out on top. And I, I, I think... Roethlisberger will do that, and I think their uh, entire team is going to come out on top on this one. I, After hearing your analysis, I feel better about <laughs> my, my Steelers pick. I still am going to pick the Ravens to win, Okay, but I just I don't think it's, it's, it's going to be a point or two type yeah. of game. So I'll still, I'll, still, I'll still disagree with you on I think the Ravens will take the win. But I agree with everything you're saying, and you make, you make a good point that as the Steelers' defense is, is very good, mm-hmm. right? So if there's anyone who can sort of, okay, we know we just got to force Lamar to throw. Right. It's going to be them. Right. And we know that Lamar, so far this year at least, has not showed that he no. has the skills yet to be a guy who can read a defense, who can break down a defense yeah. with 
reads and progression. He's yeah. not there yet. Big Ben, we know that that's Big Ben is not only actually good at he's good at both. Really, he can he can get outside the pocket and stand up because he's so big that guys just fall off him like they're little yeah. children trying to you know <laughs> grab onto their uncle. Yeah. Uh, so not only can he extend plays like Lamar can, not as quite as explosively athletically, but just because of size. But he also has the ability to make those reads and progressions. We've seen that throughout his career. The talent that they have offensively is pretty mind-boggling, especially with receivers. They have yeah. three number one receivers oh, on their man. team right now. So I think with everything you said plus plus that, yeah, I think he has the advantage as far as, I mean, the Ravens have a good defense as well, but he can he can read and break down. And he can do kind of both things well enough and has the talent. So I, I, I think I, I switch. I'm glad I picked the, the Steelers now. I feel, feel it's a little safer. <sighs> About it, but I'm still gonna go with the Ravens to win, just okay. just to be you know right. contrary. Okay, all right. We gotta have a big disagreement at some it's, point. It's, it's coming. It's coming okay. at some point. All right, all right, all right. Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Titans have a minus six, which makes sense. Burrow's kind of a gamer, though. I mean, granted, he's he's doing. Do you want to make against... your pick here? Or do you? I'll. I'll go for it again. Okay. Right. I know you've been doing a lot of your picks first, okay. so I, I feel like I gotta do a couple of mine. Okay. Although you're, I almost want to wait to hear your 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 talk, so I can kind of have a little more information. But I'll do this one. I do think the Titans are talented. They just they just lost to a really 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 good team, which mm-hmm. can either galvanize the yeah. unit and make them really motivated, or it can be kind of maybe a letdown to where they're like, oh, we just lost this close game. Yeah. Maybe it maybe they sink for a couple weeks. We know that the Tennessee Titans are very talented. Ryan Fitzpatrick is or not Ryan Fitzpatrick, sorry. Ryan Tannehill got mm-hmm. the Ryan's mixed up there. Mm-hmm. He's playing out of his mind. Yeah, you know he's since leaving Gase, he's been a, in a, a really really good quarterback. Yeah. Won most of his games. Derrick Henry, we know and is probably the best running back in football right yeah. now, just with size, speed, Absolutely. Uh, crazy. AJ Brown is. I mean, I have him on my stud. dynasty team. He's Such a stud, stud number one receiver. He's twenty two years old. Yeah, maybe twenty three. Already a stud. Already a guy who's can be a possession receiver and can beat you deep. Yeah. So the weapons are there defensively. They they don't get a lot of pressure, and their their pass defense is is not good. And we know Burrow's been slinging it, but I think I think that Burrow has had close games, but against more marginal mm. marginal teams. So I'm actually going to take the Titans here at minus six. Okay. I think they're sort of a next level step to where Burroughs, you can keep him in games against the Browns and against yeah. even the Chargers. He's not going to keep him in a game against the Titans. Not with that offensive line, not with the injuries, not with how bad that defense yeah. is. I'll, th- I'll go Titans minus six. Yeah. All right. I So the the, the Titans obviously... Are a very good team. I one of the things with them, I have never been a Tannehill guy. I think you mentioned, well, you mentioned it just now, but also a lot on your last podcast, <clears throat> um, how Tannehill has uh, rejuvenated his career after leaving Gase. And I, I've never been a Tannehill guy. I always thought that he just was a backup, but he's really shown that he he can play. And I, I one of the things that I think. They're, he's definitely in a really good system with a lot of talent, and uh, I don't think he'd be able to do what he's doing with less. <clears throat> but uh, they definitely have an all-around very good team, and I do think they're going to win this game. Tell me tell me if you think differently here. There's something about Burrow 
Mm. That's just I, mm. I, I don't I don't know what it is. I can't mm. get a read on it, but you know, he was he's getting a, a lot. He was getting a lot yeah. of criticism in college for oh he's not gonna it's not gonna translate to the to the NFL. It, there there's something about when you watch him play. I don't know if it's his demeanor. I don't know if it's his awareness. I, I, I there's something about when you watch a quarterback where you go whoa. Some something mm. big is gonna happen here. We saw it a lot. I think with Peyton, we obviously see it with Brady. We see it with these guys where, uh, you know, a little bit kind of like Carson Wentz, who he gets a lot of criticism for his poor play and poor decisions. But when the game's on the line, even this last week, they were down by more than a touchdown. He brought them back. He he mm. kind of has that that mojo to him. So I think the the Titans will win this game, but I think the Bengals will cover. I think they'll make it close. Ooh, our first yeah. disagreement of the night. Yeah, I think they'll okay. I think they'll make it close. Okay, we're both And I think at some point win. at some point I agree with you about their offensive line. They need a lot of help in the coming years to to build that team around Burrow. I'm worried they won't have Joe Mixon either. I don't Yeah. I don't I assume he'll play, but I don't know for sure. They have a lot of talent at receiver though. Higgins as a as a rookie has Higgins come in and played. Yeah. Boyd has played really well. Still have Green. So. Still have Green, who's really kind of come to life these last two weeks. I th- there's going to be a time where Burrow it clicks, and he's already playing really well. But I, I think something's really going to click, and we're going to see him just take off. I don't know that it'll be this week, but uh, I, I think they'll keep it close. Make me nervous, Troy. Can't be disagreeing with me. I'm scared Ooh. now. I'm scared because I do. That's the one thing I will say. Burrow is a gamer. Yeah. The dude does not give up. Yeah. He's one of those quarterbacks. Yeah. You like said that. You just it, it's so, you know he's sort of no matter if they're up by twenty, down by twenty, he sort of plays the same. He, he or, just or, 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 or he, yeah. maybe he'll even up his level. Yeah. If it's if it's and he's kept all his games close, even though they had got, haven't gotten wins. Kept every game close, no matter what, no matter who they're playing. He very much has that Tom Brady feel. Whenever you watch Brady, even if he's 0 for 10, you feel like the next pass he's going to make is going to be a touchdown or that he's going to complete it. And there, there's that fear that you, when you go against Brady, that he's just going to annihilate you. I, I see that same thing in Burrow. And I think at some point it's going to click for him. Hmm. You, you might beat me on, the, on this one too because I mean, one thing the Bengals can do is pass the ball yeah. and one thing the, the Titans can't do is real defend yeah. the pass. So you might, you might, you, we'll might, you might win that one. I'll, we'll I'll stick to it though because we'll that's, that's my prediction. Next on the docket, we have the New Orleans Saints playing the Chicago Bears. The Bears are at home. The Saints are minus five. So they're the favorites. And I'm not surprised by that line considering how bad the Bears you know, played against the Rams in primetime, which everyone saw. So minus five, Troy. Is that is that enough for you against the Bears? It is. The Bears are so boring. <laughs> Not that that's a good indicator of whether they're going to win a game or not. Oh, I couldn't agree more. But they're just so... Couldn't agree more. Bo- I'll be honest. I haven't... I've probably watched maybe three minutes of a Bears game this year. And that was to just see if they were still boring. <laughs> they are so right. just... They're not a bad team. They're just good enough to be boring. Like, at least the Jets are just an absolute mess that's kind of fun to watch and at least they have darnold but they have no they have no talent i mean i like alan robinson uh i like some of their running backs i mean def- defensively they've got defensively talent. they 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 have talent yeah they their do. offensive talent is overrated in my opinion people overrate i never thought alan robinson was that good i still don't no I, but he, I mean he's you a know. decent receiver yeah. i just not terrible but nick Foles, 
I just yeah. I I don't. There's nothing about them that strikes me as oh man, they're gonna they're well, gonna. What blows me away is these GMs who saw Nick Foles play with the Eagles do really really good, right? Leave the Eagles, yeah. suck. Yeah. Go back to the Eagles, play really really good. Yeah. Leave the Eagles, suck. Yeah. He. He only plays good for the Eagles. That's it. This is also he the doesn't same. play good for any other team. Any other team he sucks with. I don't know what it is about Philly. Maybe he just loves Philly cheesesteaks. Who knows? Any GM, you're an idiot but to to, to I, take him if you're not a I, yeah. Philadelphia Eagle. I hear ah. you, but this is also the same franchise that had the number three pick and moved up one spot and traded picks to get Trubisky. Mm, good so point. there is that. Good point. So I, I, the Bears, you're right. They have a good defense. They are at home against the Saints, who Drew Brees. I don't know the statistics here, but I don't think traditionally he plays great yeah, in cold weather games. Hundred percent. I think Kamara is just an absolute stud, though, yep. and I think Brees has figured out that his best days are behind him. He's throwing a lot uh, shorter passes. Michael Thomas should. Be coming back, but we've been saying that oh for gosh. five Is weeks. Is he though? I, I, I mean, he, he's, he's probably not. fighting the coach right now, so you know, <laughs> we'll see if he actually if he actually plays. Michael Thomas suspended one more game for punching. Sean Payton Sean has Payton. like a black eye, <laughs> punching him through his face. Shield. Oh my gosh! So assuming he comes back to play, that gives him another weapon. Kamara's a beast. Um, I, I just think I think the Saints just have too many weapons. I, the Saints are also a good defensive team as well. So. They haven't they haven't necessarily shown it, but they have some talent on defense. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points here for the Saints and I think they'll win. The only thing that worries me is going into Chicago. I think that can mm. make it close and make that, that spread a little bit thinner, but I, I'm I'm still gonna take the Saints there. I think we're we're both definitely taking the Saints to win, hundred yeah. percent. That line I don't like that minus five. Yeah, it it's this feels off, but I don't like the Bears either. I agree they're just one of the most boring teams of the last century. Yeah. Just, they have been searching for a true, real, you know, I'd say the last time they actually had a quarterback that, that was interesting there was Jay Cutler. But that was, I mean, that was brief. But he was actually kind of somewhat dynamic. But that's it. Like, they've never had another quarterback that's actually, like, dynamic or that like, is like that. Ever. Know. I mean, yeah. who was... I'm trying to remember who it was they had, but the, yeah, they've never they've never had uh, uh, just a, a guy an that you can rely quarterback. on. Yeah, an interesting yeah. quarterback. It's, it's always defense, 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 defense every single year for ages. Which is funny because the Bears are never a, a bad team. They're always mm. you know they have a good team around them. They're always one good quarterback away from being a perennial. Super Bowl contending team, and so it's just so crazy that they can never get their guy. When they got color, I mean, it's a championship game. Yeah, and maybe yeah. if color actually had the balls to even like play that full game, maybe they, balls at all. maybe they, <laughs> and the Super Bowl. So yeah, like, they're just again. And this team, you put a good quarterback, you put someone better than Nick Foles on the team. They're they're probably a potential contender, at least maybe NFC because they have yeah. the defense is, is studly. Yep. They have some weapons on offense. I think they're overrated weapons, yeah. but they're weapons. You know, they're yeah. things to use there. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Saints here at minus five as well, just because I'm gonna stick with my guns that the the offensive talent. Although I I don't think that the Saints defense is very good. They're definitely a bad red zone team, but I don't think that the Nick Foles and David Montgomery, who barely has any rushing yards a game, I don't know why they still think he's good. 
I just don't think they have the offense to take advantage of the weaknesses of the Saints' defense, and yeah. the Saints are are dynamic with Kamara. They're a smart team. I think I feel like they're a team that started off slow, but is kind of progressively getting better and more reliable and consistent. Yeah. So I'm gonna agree here. I'm gonna take the Saints at minus five. Here's the other thing: they had yeah. a they had a buy recently, right? They had they're coming off a buy. I am the Saints. not. 100% sure about that. I believe... Yeah, you're I right. Because right, so, I had to sit Kamara last week, maybe. Yeah. So an extra, yeah. an extra week to prepare oh, for the yeah. Bears. Okay, that, I, I okay think. that definitely puts him in the bag for sure. Because... Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, we're both picking the Saints. So for that Titans... I'm going to be watching that Titans-Steelers game with intrigue. Because that could be the one that determines who, who wins this. The Titans-Steelers. Oh, sorry. Ravens-Steelers. That might be the determining factor here unless we disagree on these last two matchups. Let's just so. do it just because. <laughs> or you pick one, I'll pick the other. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got the Niners playing the Seahawks division battle. Ooh, this is actually Ooh, interesting to me. Ooh, okay. Seahawks are minus three. They're at home. But, again, they're not allowing fans, so you're not going to have that Seattle 12th man loud crowd that you would yep. normally give you an advantage. Yep. So minus three. I think it's my turn. Is it my turn to go first? It's my turn to go first. I like... I mean, the Seahawks defense we know is is terrible. We saw that against the Cardinals. We mm-hmm. saw them get exposed. Mm-hmm. They did just make a trade for Carlos Dunlap from who was it? The Bengals? No, I forget where they got him from because they, they need somebody to rush the pass or something. Right. I, who knows if that'll make a huge difference this week? Who knows if they'll even play that much? Right. So they're they're knowing that their issue is defense. They're trying to fix that. Hopefully, Russell Wilson having an MVP season. Yeah. Unreal. Weapons. I mean, Tyler Lockett. Oh, my God. Just incredible. What, 18, 18 catches or something? Or, or I don't know. The three catches, touchdowns. Like 180 yards. yards. 180 yards. Maybe, 180 yeah, yards, maybe like 10, 10 catches. Oh my gosh. He has Metcalf, who he's already said yeah. is Jerry Rice. Rice, which, I mean, that's a bit of a, you know. But he's the guy's got the, huge, though. I mean, God, just... The guy's massive and fast. If you're massive and fast, you should be an absolute stud. Oh, yeah. And I like some of their, even some of their other guys. No high, or no... um. Carson, yeah. right? So so they're a little weak at the running mm-hmm. back with Hyde, who's right. even off injured himself. So running backs aren't there. The Niners, by the way, I'm, I'm saying all this to stall uh, until so I have enough information to make my pick here. The Niners, I've been picking against the Niners all year because I just think with the talent that they've lost. Yeah. But then they keep biting me in the butt because Kyle Shanahan such a dang good coach. They, ah, boy. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Minus three. I think they just came off a loss against the Cardinals. I think that defense plays a little bit better. They're at home. I don't like the Niners' offense. As good as, as Kyle Shanahan is, and that Jimmy's been playing a little bit better, although even last game, he really didn't play very good. No. They lost Moster. I feel like Moster is really big for them. Yeah. They play really, really Opens freaking well up for them, yeah. when he plays. He's a stud. So gonna, And they just lost Jeff Wilson, their other guy, who played yeah. really, really well. So at some point they're going to run out of running backs to play yeah. that are good enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take the Seahawks at minus three. Okay. So one of the things with the Niners is that Ayuk is really starting to show why they they took mm. him. Uh, he he looks like he's going to be really good. So if they're able to utilize him, uh, I think they lost Debo as well. Correct. I believe he's so. Out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I believe, yes. Um, Kittle's back. Hmm. Ayuk looks like he's uh, coming to his own. I would feel better about this for the Niners if, like you said, they had Mostert. 
Um, I mean, it's been a revolving door with their running backs, and, mm-hmm. and that's how Shanahan uses his offenses. And he's, I think he's just been hand-tied because he's not able to to be creative in play calling with, with the lack of... Uh, they're starting hasty this week. I, like, Michael Hasty. Yeah, Don't be hasty. Just, I mean, he'll probably find a way to get 400 yards this game just because that's how great of a coach Shanahan is. He's but. really turning these running backs, these no-name running backs into studs. It's another, it's another, and this is a different topic, it's another... Uh, example of why you don't pay running backs these huge contracts. It just doesn't make any sense. They Zero. get hurt. Their shelf life as a star is not that long. The only player I think that has shown longevity so far really is is uh, Zeke. Hmm. But you know, not that he is really showing signs of a weakness or anything. But his contract is is gonna far exceed. I think his his elite years Hmm. so it's just another example of you if you can find ways to develop running backs and have them supplement your your uh your Hmm. offense that's how you use them you don't pay them these huge contracts i think mccaffrey is really the only one that i would say okay i get it because he's in the passing game so much he's really their entire offense Uh, but even that i mean he got injured so now you've and that's yeah. what happens to running backs. So, anyway, I for me, real quick, the only the only running back it makes sense to pick. Even I kind of with the McCaffrey thing, I would even consider, man, if you could trade him while he's that high. Mm-hmm. The only one I agree with as far as the running back payment was the Kamara one, only because the Saints are ha- they have a short window and they know they have a short window, and so it, I feel like in their particular circumstance, it was okay to pay Kamara because they're really just playing for the next two years to try to win a Super Bowl well, until Breeze is, is done. Yeah. And they'll they will be hamstrung in the future, especially if Kamara, you know, drops off suddenly like a lot of running backs do or gets hurt. But I think they were just kinda like we want to win the Super Bowl. We don't necessarily have time to try to like, okay, get rid of Kamara and then try to bring on a couple of their backs and try to get them in the system, yeah. right? I think that was the only case where I'm like, I, I get it. Yeah. You only have two years. You're just trying to maximize yeah. them. You're gonna be screwed for the next five years after that. That's a good point. But yeah. shoot, just go for it with Breeze for Two years. Yeah, and and it's, you know we you talk about positionless basketball, and that's the new way to play. It's kind of the same with the Shanahan's and the Paytons with with those guys. I mean Kamara and the Mosterts, they're kind of positionless players. They're the Swiss mm. Army knife. They're I mean Kamara, it seems like he's really. pretty much you're paying him to be a receiver and to mm. be basically everything. And just just the, his presence on the field alone draws attention, and so that opens other things up. So yeah, I, I agree there. So those guys but that you're able to do different Dalvin, things, even McCaffrey, I'm like. Just you know, they're gonna get hurt, and and it's gonna happen anyway. I I I think the Niners, if they had that running game established, they had some of those guys healthy, uh, I'd feel better about it. But yeah, that defense losing Bosa on defense, Mm. they're still doing surprisingly well. Yeah, and and they're because they're so deep. Um, Fred Warner's a stud on on uh, their linebacking core. There, I, I just I don't. I don't see how you come back from losing one of your best players on offense, your best player on defense, against a team like the yeah. Seahawks. I, I, I this, the one thing I will say, the Seahawks defense is not good, yeah. and so the Niners do probably have an opportunity to open some things up and at least keep up with the Seahawks. I would imagine Wilson throwing three picks last year. Oh, I, oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think he's slept. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just been so focused. I think he's going to come out firing. I don't think this game is really going to be close because of Wilson alone. I mean, he is—he's the cream of the crop right now. I think. I mean, 
Mahomes is obviously up there, but he's not having as big a year. Wilson is just it's just it's crazy what he's doing out there. Yeah. So sure I, I, I think candidate. I think he's gonna come out firing. I think he's pissed that he lost a divisional game. This is another yeah. divisional game. Loses I don't in, think loses he... in prime time. That's always oh. You know that team's going to be motivated when they come out again to lose in prime time. Always, you're well, and he, man. he he threw that interception at the goal line where he didn't see the guy who ran pretty much for a pick six. I, I think Wilson's going to come back firing. I think he's going to will their team to a, a big win here. So mm. I, I'm going to take the the Seahawks as All well. Right, we are in agreement again. So we've had one disagreement. And this is our last chance to disagree. All right, so this, now we this... do we do. Oh, and I feel like this is going to be here, but Ooh. we do have the Buccaneers and Giants for Monday night. Oh, let's definitely do that one then. I don't know, but, but sometimes but, Bovada, it's missing one, or well, it's let me, weird. Let me how uh, it... check here to see if there's any others we're missing. Yeah, I don't understand why they leave some out. It's just weird. Maybe their bookies are not comfortable with those or something. Idiots. Oh, so we're still missing the Broncos Chargers, and we're missing. Uh, Broncos, Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles, Bucks, Giants. Broncos, Chargers. You don't have to have the lines. I do. Well, do. ESPN. ESPN. Okay. Uh, the one for the Broncos is minus three and a half for okay. the uh, almost like Clippers. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> the, the Chargers are minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. And okay. then the wow. Well, I guess that makes sense. The Eagles are minus nine against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And the Buccaneers are minus twelve against the Giants on the road. Minus twelve. Okay. We will we will cover all those. So next up we have the Cowboys and the Eagles. Eagles are like Bovada here is showing minus nine and a half. So we're gonna we're, we will for take, now we'll, we'll go half. by okay. Bovada. We'll go by nine and a half. Try to stick with this as much as we can. Minus nine and a half. Cowboys. I think it's your turn to go first this time. Okay. I believe. What are you thinking? The Eagles are such a weird team. You, <laughs> you never know what they're gonna do. I, for me, though, it it this would have been a really fun game if Dak was still playing. That's mm. that was so tough to see because he was having a career year, possibly MVP year, if it wasn't for Wilson, um, kind of sticking it to Jerry Jones. No, yeah, hey, you should have paid me. Should have paid I'm, me. I'm the only thing keeping this team alive. But you know, to uh, to the defense, not necessarily the Cowboys, but you know, Dak bet on himself and he got hurt. So, I, you know, that's that's rough. But he was having a huge year. He was obviously just so fun to watch. So that's that's been tough to watch. I, I just don't see this Ben DiNucci guy. That's his name, right? Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Yeah. <laughs> Come to my father's pasta place. Yeah, so he picked him up. Is he even He's Italian? Like, hey, are you a quarterback? I love your pasta. Can you can you come is, play for us? Is he actually Italian? I don't know. I just, he just sounds, <laughs> he just sounds Italian. <laughs> he sounds Danucci. That's an Italian name. It's got to be Italian. Uh, I just the Cowboys are a mess on defense. They're a mess on offense now. Uh, that that whole thing with uh, Dalton and the way that that played out when he got injured. No one came to his support. No one went after the Redskins for it. It was just like. Oh well, there he is, lying there. Poor Andy. This, Poor this, guy. well, whatever. This, it, it's more about the culture of that team, and, and and the Cowboys under Jerry Jones have just always, they always been like that. And hmm. I, I, I like Mike McCarthy, but man, it doesn't look like he's learned anything from the last time that he coached. It doesn't look like he's adapted to the creative mindsets on offense. They're so bland, and I think Dak covered up a lot of. Uh, uh, holes that they have and, and lack of coaching that they have. And now you have 
players coming out saying that the coaches aren't prepared. I mean, it's just it's mm. a mess. It's a mess. I think it'll show this week. Uh, the, uh, the Eagles, they're weird. They're an off team, but but they are kind of a sound defensive team for the most part. Um, they, they just have tons of injuries all the time. Oh, God, yeah. But, you know, Carson Wentz is probably just – he's the most random quarterback in the league. Uh, <laughs> I think in, in – fa- <laughs> I know it's a fantasy, but in fantasy he's like a top seven. Top seven, yeah. In fantasy. I, and yeah. that's crazy because you watch him play and you go, what are you doing? But he, he always seems to just – go after it and he's a guy that never gives up i think he'll have a big game everyone's having a big game against mm. the cowboys nine and a half is a lot, That's a lot. it's a lot so I, it's like hard. it's like the eagles hard. how do you trust them i mean they're good they're gonna win them? but that's, that's it's, a lot of trust for me it's more I, the eagles are gonna win i'm gonna take the points i i'll i'll, I'll you swallow the points yeah yeah Okay. okay. But I this this one's a little bit weird because this is another one where the game could be a blowout and then you know the Cowboys get a touchdown here or there. But I, I, I don't see any life in that team. So so my my argument's gonna be sound contradictory because I feel like I'm gonna pick Dallas because I, I I just I think I'm I don't think for the, the just for the, the cover or the game. No, not for the game. Oh. No, 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 just to cover, just okay. to cover. But I will say this about the Eagles, and I've been, I've been touting them in all my pods, and I've been saying that buy now on the Eagles. I bought them, I think, two weeks ago. I was saying buy the Eagles now. Because yeah. if you look at their record the rest of the year, it is like cupcake. Their cupcake. schedule. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, they're playing the NFC East, yeah. right? So Giants, yeah. Redskins. So buy now on the Eagles if you haven't bought already. I, I, I picked up Fulgham in, I think, both my leagues. Yeah. I got Fulgham. Uh, I have Sanders in one league. I have I picked up Wentz in the league. I lost Dak. Yeah. So I'm buying the Eagles from here on out. I think they win that division. Yeah. Mainly because no one else is just as good. Oh, yeah. Redskins are looking a little bit better. So I'm buying the Eagles. I'm buying their offense. I think I don't think Alshon's coming back just yet, but I think they're getting their rookie receiver back along with Fulgham. So they're they're not full strength right now. But when they are, I think they'll. I, like I said, I mean, Carson still top seven at least yeah. in terms of fantasy. In fantasy yeah. Is still killing it. Still leading them to comebacks. Although why they're getting down so much in the first place, I don't understand. Yeah. So I'm. I love the Eagles, but I am gonna take the Cowboys just because I I don't think the Eagles are good enough, and I still think they're still weird with yeah. how they get down on these with these bad teams and yeah. have to make these comebacks. And I think the Cowboys people are really 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 down on them like too far down on them although mm-hmm. rightfully so because everything you mentioned I mean, yeah they still bad. have a lot of talent on offense still so but i haven't looking at their, their stats defensively haven't been actually like terrible recently especially in the passing game they actually done a decent job limiting team but maybe teams are just running the ball i think it's just the know. big plays it, it's mm. the that browns game where i think they ran two end arounds for touchdowns it's like well, you're mm, not yeah, even paying like attention. Up, basically. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing for me. So mm. it's tough to really pick this game because you don't know even you don't even know where the Cowboys are at mentally. But that that is that I'm taking a risk here because you're right in that. And it's funny I just thought of a story. So I was with I was with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler, if you're listening to this, you're gonna you're gonna hate this. But I think he was playing. He's playing Mike in the league, and, and Mike had Kenyon Drake, and it was it was the end of the game. It was you know somewhere in the fourth quarter, and Tyler's thinking he's got the win, mm-hmm. no big deal, right? But then. The Cowboys just give up on the play. Yeah. Kenyon Drake runs sixty yards for a yep. touchdown. Tyler loses, and we're both just like, we're like the Cowboys gave up yep. on that play. Just, yep. just get, just eh, we don't, we don't give a yep. shit anymore. Like they didn't care. Yeah. You hear that, Mike? 
<laughs> and we were just like, obviously I was bummed for Tyler because he, you know, thought he was going to win. But it was more of you said the Cowboys just are they going to give up? Yeah. Right. And so if they if they choose to maybe maybe people have been so hard on them and so hard on McCarthy that maybe they'll kind of galvanize yeah, a true. little spirit. Yeah. And just say, true. okay, guys, we still suck and we're not going to win this game. But can we at least <laughs> like just find something in ourselves to just say we're going to fight? You know. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for in this game. <laughs> Guys, so. if we cover the spread, coach is going to give us Capri Sun. <laughs> I mean, man. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. McCarthy, I think I said this on a recent pod too, where I just I just thought, you know, McCarthy is a yes man yeah. to Jerry Jones. Jerry yeah. Jones, when he's hired guys that challenge him, they do really, really freaking good. But when he hires yes men, the, 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 someone, I was in a podcast, they made a comment. He hires the nice guys, or at least has in this last decade. Jason Garrett, mm-hmm. really nice guy. Wade Phillips, what a sweet, nice dude. Mike McCarthy, another nice guy. Yeah, he's, I, he's, he's, he signs these nice guys. He needs yeah. a guy who's kind of a dick, like yeah. Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, guys who are going to be like, he, he ran those no, guys Jerry, town. Yeah. you're senile. Stop making these decisions. Yeah. But until he you know, hires somebody like that, they're yeah. going to suck. So you're taking the Eagles minus nine and a half. I'm taking the so that's our second disagreement. Okay. Of, kind of. But yeah. of, uh, I'm taking. I'm gonna write this down here. I'm taking the Cowboys. You're taking the Eagles minus nine and a half. Okay. That's one it thing. For, one thing really quick here. Go for it. Because it, it, it brings me back to uh, <clears throat> only with the Cowboys. I was thinking about this the other day. How how bad was Jason Garrett as a coach actually? Because he got a lot of the heat oh, such for point. all of the things that happened in Dallas. And I, I think he got a lot of criticism, deservedly so. But was was point. it was he really the problem? Was it really his play calling? Was it really all of that? Because they were always competitive. They always came out to play. Hmm. You never really... And you heard some, some stirring of, you know, they don't want him around anymore. But you never really heard players complaining about him and their relationships with him. I wonder. I wonder if he wasn't mm. as bad of a coach as we uh, as we all thought. He's he's sitting pretty right now, going, "My stock's going up right yeah. now. This is great." Yeah. And Dak's thinking the same thing, like, "Well, my stock is going up." Oh, Dak. Yeah. You know, they always say that you you don't really know. No one knows what you're worth until you they miss you, right? Like, Once you're gone you. and you're not there anymore, that's when like your real value yeah. shines through. Of like, oh my God, we I didn't I took for we took for as Cowboys fans are probably thinking we took Jason Garrett for granted. We've taken Dak for granted because without them, we are a dumpster fire. Well, if, I mean, for all uh, for all we know, I mean, the Cowboys got better. They added C.D. Lamb in the draft. They they still have Zeke. They have they uh, locked up Cooper. Uh, um, Gallup has really come on strong. They they brought in Alden Smith. So conceivably, they got better on both sides of the ball, and they're playing worse. So. It might be fair. To, it's only it's halfway through the season, but if by the end of the year they're still playing this, I mean, obviously they don't have Dak, but if the if the way they're playing is this way, you could say that Garrett did more with less. Hundred percent. I I was listening to Colin, and he played a little interview clip of Jerry. An interview was asking him, like, you know, hey, is there a leadership problem? And Jerry gets super defensive. Like, we don't have a leadership problem, and like you should just shut up and let me. Like he gets super defensive, and that's when you're like, uh oh, like <laughs> we don't have a leadership oh, problem because yeah, you you're do. the problem. Oh man, uh, Jerry's getting feisty. So, all right, we got our second disagreement on that one. 
So we'll see how that goes. Next up is the Broncos Chargers, oh, which we're going to go by ESPN's over-under on this one since Bavada, for whatever reason, doesn't doesn't want to show us that game. The Chargers are minus 3.5. Troy, you're a Broncos fan. Broncos fan. We've shared some great memories, even oh, at Broncos Stadium. Oh. That's how people, our Denver trip was, was against, magical. Against the Bears. Tim Tebow. Tim oh, Tebow. Ugh, magical. But are you going to pick against your Broncos? What, what's what, the line so again? You probably know more about the Broncos than I do for sure. Yeah. Give me, give me like a quick. Is Drew Lock good? So, so, bad? so, so that, that's the, the big that's the big question. There is they they well for one, they came in this year with a lot of hope. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, healthy again. Edge rusher is going to be the big thing. Vic Fangio, the defensive coach, they're going to come on strong on defense. You just have to worry about the offense. Okay, they bring in Pat Shermer as the offensive coordinator who has a lot of success with young quarterbacks. He's kind of the reason everyone feels that Daniel Jones came on the way he did last year as the head coach in New York. So he, they bring him in. Uh, they have Sutton going going into the year. Going into the year. Um, they have Fant, who I think is going to be a stud tight end, hmm. um, coming back for his his second year. They draft Jerry Judy. They they have Lindsey, and then they bring in Melvin Gordon. And then Luck really showed a lot of promise in the last five games. You start the year, your best player, Von Miller, gets hurt. And then you lose basically your entire defensive line. They lose Darrell Casey, who they traded for with the Titans. Uh, they lost Cortland Sutton to injury. He never really actually played the year. So you lose your best receiver. You uh, you lose your best edge rusher. Bradley Chubb's taken a little bit to come back from his ACL injury. Uh, A.J. Bouye, who they traded for, their big uh, um, uh, cornerback, he gets injured. So at every single major position, uh, they're losing their number one guy. So there's just been a lot of, of injuries, and they're already kind of a young team with a newer head coach. It's been a lot of change. They didn't have training camp. So it sounds like a lot of excuses, but I think it all does add up to a legitimate reason. It all comes back to Drew Locke. He had five games last year where he really showed a lot of promise. <clears throat> First game against the Titans this year, he played okay, had a lot of drop passes from uh, a couple of guys in big moments on third down. That would have been big plays to put that game away. Uh, and then he gets hurt against Pittsburgh. Yeah. <clears throat> so he really for him, just his development. So I'm he like, really he played. Yeah. Snaps. Yeah. And so he played a game against a good Tennessee team, had him in, in position to win. You know, he missed some deep throws, and that's been the criticism of him. And then he really had two series against the Steelers. Comes back on the road against the Patriots. Has four or five drop passes that would have been for touchdowns again. His wow. numbers were very... Uh, he went 10 for 22 or something like that. Very low numbers, but I think they projected out if those catches would have would have uh, played out. It would have been 270 yards with three touchdowns or something like that. So those numbers were a little skewed. And then last week against the Chiefs, he obviously uh, uh, didn't play well. So I think there is an aspect with with Locke where he's like you said he's just got to play, he's got to get a chance. He showed enough talent hmm. to be able to I think get the chance for the entire year to show that he can play. He hasn't really it's been really choppy. Um, yeah, he's, I remember he started off his career injured, right? He was injured. He did, and he even... came back when he was eligible. Started the last five games once they moved on from from Flacco. Um, and he went four and one. And really brought a lot of creativity to the offense, and you know has a zip on the ball when he throws it. Uh, it, sure. it it looks 
one of the things they talked about, I mean, we're talking about the Broncos a lot, but you asked. Uh, yeah, no, I they, know, they, yeah. they, they brought in Pat Shermer to, to really be an aggressive-minded offensive coordinator. Uh, the you, prob- you did make a point, too, with the Giants in previous discussions that mm-hmm. when you start off that first year with a new... Yeah. You know, Daniel Jones may be having the same issue that you mentioned. He's got a new offensive yeah. coordinator. Maybe Drew Locke, same thing. He's got a yeah. new offensive co- It's like, you got to keep some consistency and one, there. One of, you know? one of the problems that they they came into this season saying that they were going to be really aggressive. So they're trying to throw the ball down the field a lot with Locke. The problem is that they're getting a lot of penalties early in the down. They're uh, not necessarily running the ball very well all the time. Lindsay sh- showed some promise, but they're in a lot of third and longs where Drew Locke has forced the forcing the ball a little bit and and they're throwing it deep quite a bit when I don't think they really have to and I think it's kind of hindered. They even have the weapons to even go deep at this point losing Sutton. Yeah, and that's a, still progressing. That's like, a good that's a good point. You know, the, the the other thing is that I wonder if it's hindering Locke's development a little bit where he's his mindset is too aggressive. You know, where he's just going to throw it deep regardless. Last week they showed a highlight where Noah Fant was doing a crossing pattern wide open. And he was chucking it deep to the guy. Yeah, and so that. you wonder if the mindset is a little more of go big. And he's not necessarily developing into reading his progressions. And, and it just seems like he's forcing it a little bit. I think he might be feeling some of the pressure from having a lot of success last year and coming in and having those expectations. I think he just needs to play. Last year when he came in, he, he just looked relaxed he was finding the open receiver and hitting him. I mean, he was making that Texans game, man. I mean, mm. he was making incredible throws. It like, looks like we're he's seeing forcing that a lot with it. these quarterbacks where they start off really good year one. Yeah. Year two, all of a sudden, ooh, start yeah. to struggle. Well, and the, there's something to be said for defenses now see you and they know how to adjust to you. And so he's got, Locke has a lot to work on. I still think he'll get there, but he's got to play. And, yeah, he and snaps. you know, he hasn't even played a full. It's, it's tough. It's tough. To, eight games. Yeah, eight NFL games. You know, I follow a little bit what Broncos fans and people are saying, and you know, they played the Chiefs in the snow, and everyone's like, "Locks not the guy." It's like the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, like, your typical rabid fan base. Yeah, just... <laughs> and then and then they went. You know, they beat the Patriots, but he didn't play great, and so there's a lot of criticism coming his way because you know I think there's a lot of expectations. I think only eight, I, eight games. That's all we've had for eight games. Right, so yeah. Give more so, time. but. Now coming back to this game, I think this is really where he's going to have to show, because one of the big things, this is a divisional opponent against a rookie quarterback. Mm. This is big for him because you don't want the rookie quarterback to come in and be like, well, now I'm better than you. And now the Chargers are taking over the Broncos too. So this is his chance, I think, to really step up. Um, And and this game, I, I think he'll play better. I think he will come out firing. I think Chargers are at home, correct? The Broncos are at home. The oh, Broncos are. At home. Ooh, that changes things. So I think that does change things a little bit. Yeah. But man, Herbert looks good. Herbert looks. He so looks good. so good. Um, here, I do think. I think one, he's got one, weapons too. He does. One of the things that has been pretty uh, uh, consistent with Vic Fangio since he came over to Denver, when they have a couple bad games in a row, they always bounce back. Doesn't necessarily mean wins, but they play a really good game. Mm-hmm. I think Drew Locke is going to look a lot better. I think they're going to play better on offense. I think they're going to score points, and I think the defense is going to play well. The point, the points are three, three and a half, three and a half. I wish it was three. I yeah. don't like that it's three and a half. Three but... and a half. 
kills me a little bit inside. So I hate to do this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go against my Broncos. I'm gonna take Ooh. the char. I, I think Herbert is just that good. I think Herbert is that good. Like you said, they have weapons. Here's the other thing: their pass rush is really good too, and the Broncos' offensive line has been horrendous. Locke hasn't shown the ability to to play that well mm. with with a lot of pressure. So I think he's gonna have some struggles. I think he'll play better. But I don't think it'll be enough, and I think the Chargers will, will take it. I think you swayed. I was about to kind of, I don't know, but you swayed me with the, because I think that the Chargers have been underachieving thus far this year, especially yeah. with the defense that they have. They have oh, I mean, yeah. Bosa, Ingram, Casey Hayward. Yeah. Their defense, and I feel like that's what we say about them every year. Yeah. We, they always are stacked talent defensively yeah. and then underperform. Yeah. You're like, man. But now they finally have the guy. Mm-hmm. They have offensive talent, plenty of offensive talent. Mm-hmm. And I think what you, what you just said kind of moved the needle over mm-hmm. for me in agreeing with you in that the pass rush yeah. and the lack of offensive line yeah. for Drew Locke. And he threw a couple picks last week as well, being under pressure. I, I do think the Chargers are going to right the ship, and I feel like they're going to start to be the team that we've always thought they could be. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've just never had a quarterback that they believed in, and I really believe that's big for teams. Yeah. If you don't have a quarterback you believe in, even your defense underwhelms. Even yeah. your defense doesn't play well. Yeah. But now they have a guy they can believe in, so I feel like the defense yeah. plays better knowing they have belief on the other yeah. side of the field. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take yeah. the Chargers at minus three. Although I, I wish I it was not, minus three. I would not if be shocked at all three. if the Broncos won, though, and played really well. So I, I think they could come back. But, yeah, I, I think it's likely that it'll go the Chargers' way. All right. All right, so last one, last game of the week. Now, we, so far, I just want to look. We have two disagreements, <laughs> right? Yeah, the Eagles-Cowboys yeah. we disagreed on, and the... What was the other one? The Titans Bengals disagreements. We got two disagreements okay. so far, but mostly an agreement. So your arguments are very convincing. I, I feel swayed often. Oh. So so we'll see. Maybe you've led me astray, or maybe you've led me to the promised land. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Last one, and you know, you know, I'm gonna love this one because you know, I love the Bucks. So are you, you a Bucks know? fan now? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, like I can't. I can't. I can't deny. Can't it. go against. I can't Brady. deny it. But, I mean, as soon as they don't have Brady anymore, I won't be a Bucks fan anymore. <laughs> Let's be real. Okay? So, but so then who will you go back to? Back to the Packers? That's a great question. No, I don't think I'll ever go back there. Wow. The, the Packers are like that long-term relationship I had that ended, but I just, I'm like, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll rebound back to it. Yeah, I think it's something I'm like, just going to let that person go. You with them, and you're like, oh, it just wasn't fun. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> and then I was hot on the Patriots for a little bit, but... I mean, yeah, you'll, you'll I don't pick know a if I'll new quarterback ever. to fall in love with and basically yeah. for their team. That's so you'll be a Chargers fan. That's not a bad idea. That's a good one. Okay, I'm gonna, I might be. We'll see. I might have to buy my Chargers Herbert here pretty soon. Yeah. yeah and when know. you go to games, you'll be the only one there. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Maybe they'll let me fan. in. I'll be like, hey, come on, social distance. Look, I'm. You know, I can just stand in the middle. Well, you're only fan. Come on in. <laughs> All right, like I said, we have the Bucks and the Giants. Bucks are minus 12. It's minus 12, no point five or anything like that, right? Just minus 12. Uh, I can take a look. Wait, why you? And this one, you know, I love my Bucks, but I've also been highly supportive of the Giants. Me and me and Troy have, have had discussions regarding, you know, I've kind of been a believer in Daniel Jones. Maybe he hasn't. We even almost discussed a trade for him in our fantasy yeah. league where I was thinking about trying to, Right. Trying to grab him because right. I thought ah, I still think there's something there, but then he's still been kind of bad, although yeah. like slightly better. The Giants have been pretty disappointing, yeah, as a whole. Mainly their offensive line is bad, 
defensively. Actually, def- defensively, they're okay. It's more of, I'm disappointed in just, yeah, the offense and the wet. Like, Evan Ingram, who's supposedly this top-tier tight end, you know, dropping, he dropped a crucial yeah. pass last game to keep them in the game. He's had games where he's maybe 30 yards or less. So, just underwhelming performances from stars, underwhelming. Daniel Jones had some amazing games. This is a game we talked about, right? These quarterbacks come out flashy. Yeah. The first year, they're five TD games and... 400-yard games, and we're thinking like, yeah, we got our next quarterback. Let's go. Year two, they suck. Oh, we <laughs> suck again. <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah. How did he, he's flashing a pan? I, I think of always think of Marcus Mariota as the prime yeah. example of that. I think he had four touchdowns his first game or something. He was just shredding it. Titans yeah. are like, yeah, we got our franchise QB. And then he just proceeded to yeah. just immediately People go to the trash. Out, so yeah. I don't know if Daniel Jones is that guy who's going to – Continue to suck, and you're like, oh well, I give up I on don't him, think or so, but if he'll he'll get better. But yeah. I think am I picking on this one? You pick first, like yeah, I'm both picking. Pick. Well, <laughs> smart ass over here. <laughs> All right, Bucks minus twelve over the Giants. It's in New York, correct? It is in New York. Yeah. Okay, so I'm saying that, but travel. I'm not confident. I think it's in New York, though. So Bucks have been playing amazing. They just signed Antonio Brown, which. I was ecstatic when I heard that. Even though I'm not a big Antonio Brown fan, I think he'll, I think he'll be a better person. <laughs> knowing Tom Brady, I have hope for him. Knowing it's, Tom Brady, it's a second he's go around be with a Brady. Person. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't really get much. Like he, he didn't did. get long the first time. It was only a game, yeah. right? And then they find out, oh, you totally lied to us about yeah. this court case that you're yeah. trying to like throw under the table. Yeah. So, God, hopefully he's learned, and hopefully you know his relationship with Brady. Yeah can help him kind of see the light if you will as far as yeah. his personal life that game's in new york by the way is in new york just excellent thank you i'm just gonna say screw it and i'll take the bucks at minus 12 i feel like that's too high i really do but i uh, but they are killing it you, you, you go on this one i i, I still it I'm is the process it my is it is a little high i i think I think the Giants are just bad. They're just they're just not a good team. I I think I think Daniel Jones is going to be a very good quarterback. And I, You're maybe still a me I am and I think maybe that's just me kind of wanting to go against the grain cuz he got drafted and immediately everyone's like, "He sucks." And I'm like, "Well, let him play." I I think I think he is going to be good. He kind of has that it factor to me too a little bit. Um but I don't think it's just going to be this year new head coaching staff they don't have tons of talent i mean i like slayton i like ingram i like some other guys but losing barkley shepherd back losing yeah nice. losing barkley was just the big that was big, big i didn't i think them. i underestimated how big that would be well he played such a big role in the passing game similar to kamara and and those guys you know he he was i mean there i think there were games where he had more receiving yards than than rushing yards hmm. um so I, I think he played a big role with that, and that really helped Jones. He just doesn't have that anymore. Their offensive line is bad. Their defense is bad. Actually, their defense hasn't played terribly. But it's actually, it's, but they're, it's actually been but they're, yeah. kept them in some games. But they're not great. Um, I, I think I think the Bucks. The reason I'm going to take the Bucks here. People are really feeling the Bucks, which is why I think this line is so they're high. They're on a roll. They're really on a roll. I mean, they pretty much just... I mean, annihilated that, the yeah. Packers. That they, win against the Packers was shocking, and I think is what 
you're like, oh, whoa. And then they handed it to the Raiders on the road. Yeah, I I just, I think... Can you you trust them now, right? Because they start off a little rocky. They had that game against the Bears they lost where they had... I remember, you know, for someone who's not really, doesn't have a team, you know, Mm -hmm. so I don't get super emotional over wins and losses, but I was legit pissed after that game. Because I'm like, Which you could have won that game. The uh, Bucks-Bears. Oh, were they, they just essentially sabotaged themselves with on penalty the penalties. after yeah. penalty after yeah. penalty. I'm like, you had the game in that bag, and yeah. you just completely sabotaged yeah. yourself. Brady had an old man moment where he thought it was uh, still fourth down. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, oh, God. But then, yeah. ever since then, like, no penalty, like, zero penalties. Like, I don't know if Brady went in there and just said, like, I'm going to, like, I'm literally going to, I don't know what he said to them to get them to stop doing penalties but they've had like none well it just it just goes to show that even for the greatest of all time it takes it takes time to get there i mean that first game against the saints he did not play well and through the way through two picks at least one at least one yeah and and it took them a little bit to get there and so we're talking about these young quarterbacks who are taking a long time to to develop you know we we live just culture in general it's Mm. what are you doing for me now I think we really give up on some of these guys, like like Tannehill, where I mean, he had a longer time. But you know, we give up on some of these quarterbacks that need a lot of time. But these franchises aren't willing to wait that long, and they just got to get the next guy, the flash in the pan kind of player. And and so I think it's it's evidence. Brady, it took a little bit of time for them, but they're on a roll now. And I think Giants are a bad team. I think the Buccaneers are just gonna. Wipe the floor Just, with them. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it'll be close. The mm. only the only thing is that Brady in his career now, I don't think he he's getting older, and so I don't think he has this like I have to kill everyone mentality. He just wants mm. to win, and so even in New England the last couple of years they've run the ball a lot more. It kind of looks like he's easing into the game, and so I could see this game staying close a little bit, and then when Brady's like, okay, now we got to win. We'll, so I could see mm. that kind of keeping it close, but I still think they'll roll. I still I think the Giants can't get it out of their own way, and the Bucks will will take it big. I think, I think I, I will stick with mine as well, just because I, yeah, they look to be surprisingly one of maybe top three in football right now. Maybe them, the Steelers, and the, oh, yeah. and the Chiefs really. Yeah, they're legit. Are the top three? So let's go, Brady. Let's go. I'm Sorry, I'm far, like but... such a diehard Brady fan. You know this. All right, well, those are our spreads. So we pretty much agreed on everything except for the... Yeah, what are the ones games. we have to watch? Okay, so the big games that you're going to want to watch this weekend to determine the winner here yeah. between me and Troy, because we agreed on a lot. We agreed on quite a bit. Yeah. So like I said I was swayed by your, your arguments. We're, we're, we're very well, very well done. The Bengals-Titans. Yeah. You're thinking Burrow will keep it close against the Titans, keep it within six. Yeah. And then the Eagles-Cowboys, you're thinking the Eagles will kind of run away with it. I'm thinking the Cowboys could actually keep it close. We'll see how that goes, though. If they're giving up 60-yard yeah. touchdown passes, not trying to defend. So this is going to be a good week. Did we, did we not disagree on the Steelers-Ravens? Or did you end up picking the Steelers? I ended up going with Steelers. Okay, that's right. That's yeah, right. I, like, panicked. I panicked backed out last Here, minute. Because you asked me, you were like, that's right. do you have any reasoning behind that? And I went, oh, God, I don't. <laughs> and I mentioned in a pod, too, that I, I did that one week. where I, I know it was last week. I picked the Broncos. And I had, I had no real logical. I, I guess went, the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh. And I went. I have no real. Yeah. I just have this feeling that they'll cover. Yeah. So I'm not doing that anymore. So thank you for challenging my thing, so I could think about it a little bit more. And Here, just try to find just a to reason. make it even more fun. Okay. 
I'm gonna take not only the Bengals to cover. Oh I'll my take gosh. them to upset. Damn. I think this is the week that Joe Burrow never looks back. Ooh. I don't know that I actually think that, but just to stir the pot. Okay. A bit. No, I like that. No, I like but that. I really so do think there's gonna be a, some money on There's the line, gonna right? be yeah. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I do think there's gonna be a week where Burrow it clicks. So why not this week? It'll click. They get the big win. And I think he's just going to go off. He's going to roll from there. The, the tough part is that the rest of their team just isn't good enough. So it's not like he's going to run off 10 wins in a row. But mm. I think they could upset. The, and they're at home. Mm. I'm talking myself into this one. I think the Bengals upset the, the Titans. I think the Titans take their second loss. I like it. Hopefully, hopefully I'm, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, well, Troy, thanks for doing this with me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see who, who wins this matchup. Yeah. I'm 1-1 one one so far against my opponents. I beat... Kyle Woods lost to Taylor. Did you beat Kyle? I did beat Kyle by a game. And you lost to Taylor? I lost to Taylor. Oh, I lost to a Canadian. You lost to the Canadian. Yeah. I know. I'm disappointed. And then last week you didn't. Last week I just did it against myself, last but week, I was bad. That'd be really bad if you lost last week. <laughs> just to get any I feel right. like I did. I I just did. And I think it was because I didn't have someone to sort of bounce yeah. back off of. I just kind of went, oh, okay, I think this, I think that. But it's nice to have someone to sort of bounce yeah. back off of. I get more information more. But I think you have good perspectives. Like even when we had our original uh, we were talking about the daniel jones thing i had never even thought about the idea of the consistency of the offensive coordinator yeah. being an issue and when you yeah. brought that up i went oh yeah that's a really good yeah shoot okay so i appreciate yeah. your perspective on things yeah. thanks heck yeah well good luck this week and thank you guys for listening if you you know want to give us a like here on the pod give us a little subscribe i'd appreciate it tell your friends your family about it you can get on any app whether you have a Google phone or an iPhone, you can you can get it. Uh, the Anchor, the website that I use, puts it on all the platforms. So now, do you no excuses? Do you put uh, the neck the the because you you're trying to do someone different each week, right? To do your pick for the with. most part, yeah. But are I'll you, do are some. You're trying to put uh, uh, people on on blast. Be like, hey, I challenge. Ooh, whoever. You haven't gonna, done one with Mr. Brandt yet. I I haven't. I don't know if he wants to. I was gonna ask him about, it, but I'm not sure if. If he's interested, how about this? I'll, I'll put. I'm gonna put Mike Mike on blast right here. <laughs> I challenge Mike to picking the spreads nice. for next week. So hopefully Mike will connect. We'll get together and we'll, we'll we'll do this. I like it, and it'll be good. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening, and we will. I'll see you on the next pod. See ya.